Good morning and welcome to this edition of the Wake Up Call. It's coming to you from KOPN 89.5 FM Columbia. I'm Mazino Dixon. Glad to have you with us. Of course, today we'll continue from where we stopped last week, looking at solar energy in the state of Missouri. Before that, let's join Jeff Wheeler with a look at the weather. Good morning, Jeff. Good morning from Watcher of the Skies Weather in West Central Columbia. Here's your morning wake-up call forecast. Well, for the third Thursday in a row, we are having some winter weather. Snow mainly after 9 a.m. today with a high near 25. Northwest winds 7 to 10 miles per hour and the chance of precipitation is 90%. New snow accumulation of 1 to 3 inches is possible. Tonight, snow likely mainly before 10 p.m. Cloudy, then gradually becoming partly cloudy with a low around 17. And for Friday, mostly sunny with a high near 32 degrees. Once again, we are under a winter weather advisory in central Missouri. And we could receive some snow, 90% chance of 1 to 3 inches starting any time now here in central Missouri. That's your morning wake-up call weather. I'm Watcher of the Skies, Jeff Wheeler. Thank you, Jeff. Oh yes, now you have an idea of what to expect today, tomorrow and the weekend. Now let's go to the newsroom to find out what's happening around us. The City of Columbia Vision Commission will host a public input session that's on Monday, the 28th of February. That meeting will focus on the city's strategic plan in Conference Room 1A and 1B at City Hall, 701 East Broadway. The public input session is scheduled from 5.30 to 7pm. The commission is hosting the session to learn the perspectives of residents on the city's strategic plan. Now let's talk a bit about health. There are multiple opportunities for COVID-19 vaccinations at Columbia Boone County Public Health and Human Services Community clinics this week and next week. These clinics will be walk-in based and no appointments are needed. Residents can receive any dose in a series, first, second, third, or a booster dose at the following clinics. Columbia Boone County Public Health and Human Services, located at 1005 Wally Street, Columbia, from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. That's on Saturday, February 26th. And on Tuesday, March 1st, you can get your vaccination at Centralia Intermediate School, located at 550 West Lakeview Avenue, Centralia, from 3.30 to 6 p.m. On Thursday, March 3rd, Southern Boone County Public Library will be open from 3 to 6 p.m. Of course, it's located at 109 North Main Street, Ashland. And finally, March 5th, Saturday, you can come to Columbia Boone County Public Health and Human Services, located at 1005 West Wally Street, Columbia. Of course, you can book in or you can check in for appointments from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Columbia residents now have an additional way to ensure they have a voice in shaping Columbia's future. The city has launched Be Heard Como, a new online platform where community members can share ideas, provide feedback on projects and help implement positive change. Registration is open and the community members can create an account. Yes, just visit beheard.como.gov. Again, beheard.como.gov and register. Currently, there are three projects posted on the website, so go find out. 
And that's all we have from the newsroom. The Wake Up Call continues in a moment. Stay tuned. Welcome back to The Wake Up Call. Solar energy concept has been present in Missouri for decades. Now, the enactment of the solar easement and rights laws in the 70s was meant to make the state viable in terms of new energy access. Well, so far, so good. Apart from recent incentives to get more residents to key into the concept, there exists a property tax exemption to homeowners with solar panels. Let's hear from Andrew Poor, who is the chief executive of Midwest Agrovoltaic Systems here in Columbia, Missouri. Theory, there is there is a large number of small agrivoltaic systems that are operating in the state of Missouri, but they would not be commercial and they would not have been designed for the purposes of agrivoltaics. Uh, this would be somebody who has a ground mounted residential system at their home or their business, and they have a flower bed or some tomatoes or something planted underneath that system. Um, in the state of Missouri, to my knowledge, there are no commercial or utility scale functioning agrivoltaic systems. In fact, there are only eight agrivoltaic systems in the country that are functioning right now. All of them are either educational or scientific related. Um, I'm, I'm guessing that again, there are some small ones that people might not use that term, but have them throughout. Um, and they sometimes are confused with anything that's agriculturally related. If we were to put, let's say, photovoltaic panels on the top of a chicken farm house, um, that wouldn't necessarily be considered agrivoltaics. It, it's still it's still agriculture. Uh, it's still providing the needs of agriculture, but the crops aren't being propagated directly underneath the panels. Um, our our company is uh, working on um, a Department of Energy grant that is the development of modern agrivoltaic systems. Uh, Germany, Italy, and Japan have sizable number of agrivoltaic systems. They, um, they, they grow a variety of crops. The, the studies that have been done here in the United States have amazing results. Um, in fact, in some of the resources that I had uh, listed earlier, there is a study that was just released last summer from uh, I believe the University of Oregon that, that showed an increased production of lambs uh, underneath the solar panels in compared to open ground. Uh, so it actually showed an, an increase of agricultural output on the same land that you're producing solar energy from. Indeed, solar power is useful. It can help residents reduce energy costs and provide major savings in the long run. James Owen, Executive Director, Renew Missouri, explains. The law in Missouri talks a lot about solar, wind, geothermal sources, and hydro. But, I mean, I don't consider <laughs> hydro to be a renewable energy. I consider anything that has like kind of an, um, you know, has an infinite amount of ability to replenish itself. I mean, we're never going to run out of wind. We're never going to run out of sun. I mean, I guess you know, a couple billion years from now. But, you know, I don't, I consider that something that's kind of like self-perpetuating. That's what I consider to be renewable. And as, as far as the opportunities that Missouri has for it, I mean, you know, look, in addition to having 
you know, a level of solar penetration that you especially see in the southwest part of the state where the sun is uniquely positioned to produce a lot of energy. Um, we have a really good opportunity there. Um, not to mention the fact that we are also a part of two larger energy markets, um, one on the western side of the state and one on the eastern side of the state that we share with other, um, you know, other parts of our of the Midwest region of the Southeast region, uh, where we can produce power that's not only used in Missouri, but also used um, throughout the country, which I think is important given our central location here. Thank you, James. Now, as the federal government shows more interest in solar energy, it should be a wise investment for residents of Missouri as well. That would put the state at an advantageous position all around. And with that, we end this edition of The Wake Up Call. I'm afraid that's about the much time we can take, but we'll continue next week Thursday on this trajectory talking about solar energy in Missouri. From the news team, I'm Mazino Dixon. Thanks for listening. Bye for now.